Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I'm just trying. You know, you know me, brother. I'm trying to get a one sentence, just like put it on a t-shirt, hard hitter. Put it on a bumper put sticker. Put on a t-shirt. Put on a bumper sticker. Yeah, I, put on the New York Times front page. I got it for you. It's be a good man. Boom. Shall we head to my favorite planet in the galaxy? The planet of good vibes. 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 It's time! Alright, alright, alright. I love humanity. I think it's great. It's all good, man. I think the word you're searching for is Space Ranger. The Ham Planet Podcast. Rodeo for the day. Okay, okay. Can I fire off? Go. And we have the clear to fire off. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we are blasting off into the galaxy of good vibes in approximately five, four, three, two, and one. Top of the morning, folks. Good afternoon and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Ham Planet Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Ham. And if you are new to the show, I love to see it. 99 times out of 10, I love to see it. I'm very happy you're here. And I appreciate you spending your time with us on this fantastic uh, Texan Rowdy Tree evening. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're new to the show, you definitely need to know that this show is about three things. Simple as that. Good vibes, great people, and glorious stories. And um, to hop right into it, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we have a Roddy Tree Ranch special, which, uh, as you heard me mention, it is special for many, many, many reasons. Many reasons. It is in one of the most beautiful parts of Texas, and it is the home of the one and only Mr. Cody Eugene Asbury. Let's give it up, ladies and gents. Thank you. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, that person's going yep. nuts. They're fired up. You know, actually simmer down a little bit. Simmer, 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 yeah, simmer. Just go ahead and take a seat. Yep, doing a live show out on the balcony. We are, um, we are outside right now. I don't we know. We are amongst the, the stars. The people back home can or cannot see that, but... We are literally outside. Yeah, how many podcasts do, do you know, Cody and potential listener, that do their show outside? Not many. I think it's zero. Zero. Besides this one, of course. Huh. Hmm. So that would put us in a level of uh, you know, a, a, a conquistador. Or what, yeah, what's it called? Conquistador? conquistador? I'm just not going to. You know, any podcast can you know go do a podcast in a dome. You know, yep. Indianapolis Colts. Sure. The Chargers and the Rams. Right. Beautiful conditions. Nice and controlled. Yeah. You know, you go to Soldier Field. You go to Lambeau. You're out in the elements. It's cold. Hence the hoodie. Shout out, Pete Ham. It, it, it gets it gets kind of dicey. And uh, that's what it's we're nice. doing right now. It does. And um, 
we're one of the first and only podcasts to do shows among the elements and we're happy and we're having a good time because um today is an extremely fantastic day one that will go down in history for forever because we found out this sharp stallion of a man is going to become a father and again Again, again, he he's already a father, a father to a son, to a son, to a son. It caught me off guard because I looked at you and I was like, "Damn, gonna have a son, brother. That's special. It is special." So it is a beautiful day, ladies and gents. Cody just found out he is having a son. So we're gonna just hop right into it, brother, brother Cody. In regards to your son, what is your biggest wish for him? Wow, that is off the bat heavy heater question biggest wish yep yep not a softball not a softball you just threw up there no oh you know absolutely I, not i would say biggest wish is that he he grows up and he molds himself as a man in a society that i feel at this time is is not going in the right direction that that he continues to mold himself as a man should and he holds himself to a certain standard as a good person, yep. as a good man, as a good Christian man, and I love that. that he is not influenced by, you know, the the way society is going, and he continues to hold himself to a certain standard. That would be my biggest wish. And it doesn't matter I want what him to he be does. A good man. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't matter what he does, or yep, you know, just thinking about him getting like kind of choked up. But like, I feel like whatever you do, be good at it. Would be my right, but just be. I mean, it's just be a good, you know, what a man's supposed to be. Be good, I, do good. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm just trying. You know, you know me, brother. I'm trying to get a one sentence, just like put it on a t-shirt, hard hitter. Put it on a bumper put sticker. Put on a t-shirt. Put on a bumper sticker. Yeah, I, put on the New York Times front page. I got it for you. It's be a good man. Just put a period after that. Boom. Sell it. Honestly, good. <laughs> Is it? I don't think. I don't think anyone has. Let we'll look into that. We'll look into that. Be a good man, because that's definitely something we believe in. Is just being a good man. Oh yeah. Be a good man. Whatever you're gonna be, fucking whatever you're gonna be, doesn't matter what it is. Be a good man. If you're a man, be a good man. Could not agree more. And um, yeah, makes me think of one of my favorite quotes. I don't have problems. Just more work to do. And brother, um, you shared your life motto with me. Could you sure, dive yeah. right into it and give your synopsis of why it's special to you? Oh yeah, absolutely. So on the same vein of what you know, we were kind of talking about, or I, what I was talking about with society right. kind of going in the wrong direction. Um, we're not going in the wrong direction, though, brother. We're going to the galaxy of your lives. Oh, we're absolutely. actually we're right there on. <laughs> We're on a spaceship right now, as we, a matter of fact. When I said we were outside, I meant we are outside space. <laughs> right. We're, Outer we're, space. We're, we're not on the planet. But a, a motto, life motto I have is obviously the, the famous quote by JFK, ask not what you know your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And it, it's kind of cliche, and it's a sound by Not cliche. Beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. But um, I feel like that's, that's a huge part. If, if we all just kind of... You know, try to have that selfless service 
and not service in the sense of you know service members or whatever but just whatever you do you know and to give back to community in some way whether or that is in the military or that is you know some other way you know whether you're you know going to a food bank once a month even or if you're you know do- donating you know 1% of your paycheck to you know a charity or something like that if you can't give any time you know whatever that is to kind of give back to this this little community we have called earth and uh trying to make it a better place if you if you if you leave it better than you than you found it you know i i feel like this this whole world would be better so that's a that's a little motto i have you know that i, that I like kind of going back to reminding myself i like myself. it a lot i like it yeah. a lot brother i like it a lot i don't think it's cliche i think it um you know, I think it speaks volumes to who you are. And that's uh, one of the reasons you're a great friend is because you got that mentality. Team mentality, country first mentality. Oh, team team mentality. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Team guy. Cody Asbury, team guy. I'm a, I'm a team player. Fun Well, in, in rugby, just to, you know, wind back the old clocks, rugby, Cody, one of his primary positions is a fly half, which is essentially – Kind of like a point guard in basketball, the quarterback in football, the the distributor. It's like the, the fly half in rugby. Yeah, well, it, well, it is called the fly half. Yep. And um, yeah, it was well, a, it was team a, guy, yeah, a team a guy, guy position. Fly half kind of sucks in the sense that you you they'll they'll call play and you have to pass it to the next guy no matter what. And you're just kind of like, even if you see in front of you that maybe the field has opened up a certain way and maybe you could take it, but you know you need to get it to the outside to kind of work the outside. But it's it's part of your job. Yeah, it's part of your job is you got to get the team involved. You got to get the the other team's defense to stretch and play a certain way. Yep. Whether with the boot or whether with the pass. And now a word from our sponsors. Howdy there, ladies and gents. It's your good friend, Commercial Break Peter, here to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Unify Commerce. Say it with me now, Unify Commerce. Yes, guys, that is spelled U-N-I-F-I, commerce.com. Guys, Unify is, in fact, my company, and I thought I'd go ahead and plug them on here so you guys can know a little bit of what I do outside of having a great time on the podcast. Guys, Unify is a social technology company that simply helps other companies take their social presence to the next level. Simple as that. And the primary service I want to highlight is professional video creation. Guys, if your company is in need of an exceptional video that shows what you do, why you do it, how you do it, and why it is so valuable, then Unify is here to help. And Unify can create an exceptional advertisement that can really help build awareness and drive sales for your company. We have been in business since the summer of 2018 and helping businesses grow and capitalize on the opportunities that social presence can offer is something we love to do. So if you need a next level video, you need a next level team on your side, and that is Unify. So guys, go ahead and visit unifycommerce.com if you want to learn more. And if you want to inquire about working with us, simply go to the work with us tab 
and we would love to connect. Anyways, y'all, back to the show. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Good Old Hand Planet podcast. We're happy to have you here on this mighty fine evening, morning, day, afternoon, whatever you got going for you right now. We hope it's a good one. Cody, what was the toughest part of your training as being a officer in the Marines, captain in the Marines? What was uh, your hardest part, bro? Yeah, sure. I would say probably infantry officer's course. I cannot go into details about that because it is all protected secret of what we did there. Which I respect, which uh, I like that about our nation. You know, we keep the the good shit we do on lock. Right. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of courses out there, be it uh, some of your tier one institutions that are physically and maybe mentally more tough. But infantry officers course was definitely a, uh, if you ask anyone who's been through it, it was a very arduous campaign making it through those uh arduous making it through those uh three months and uh yeah it was just a lot of a lot of moving heavy was there any distinct memories that were just tough (laughs) oh yeah so we had oh well uh, well, can you can you go in can you go into something what can you go into go into what you can sure so don't mind we we had this one hike where i think we had to move we had a, before every hike, you have to weigh in your. your what pack. terrain are we in? Uh, it's Quantico, Virginia, so it's it's very hilly. Yep, 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 yep. So a lot of ups, a lot of downs. Oh, but, you betcha! But mostly ups, and uh, you have to weigh your pack beforehand. So you you go step you go step on a scale. Without, you gotta stay under or over. You have to be over. So you you go. Oh, step, you gotta be fucking. You gotta be. You can't be bitching out. You no, gotta be heavy enough. No, you step on a scale and it says. You know, you weigh 200, and then you put your pack on, and you go step on that same scale, and it has to be 350 because you have to have a 150-pound pack. Holy shit. And, yeah, and, and that's without whatever. Bro, 150? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Ladies and, and gents, <laughs> God, bless our, uh, God bless our vets right now. Let's give it up. Let's give it up. Let's yeah, give it yeah, up. Sure. It's Veterans Day coming up. It's it, true. It's true. Marine Corps birthday is coming up. But uh, yeah, I mean, you, you just have to have an ungodly amount of weight. And then uh, you just, they have a prescribed course that you have to finish. And they have a they have yep. a mission that you have to fulfill. And they, it's more of a test of leadership. And they, they don't, you know, it's not really who can finish the hike or not. It's really to see who gives up and who's not helping. So if someone, if someone falls out and they're carrying the 50 cal receiver, they're trying to see if someone else is going to step up and carry that thing because that's what the real test is. Is right. They s- need to see who the leaders are. Right. You still need to accomplish the mission. So if if someone's falling out and they're carrying the tripod for the fifty cal, which is pretty heavy, are you going to help out and carry that tripod, or are you going to act like you don't see it? Are you going to keep walking? So it's yeah. not just a detriment on those people that fall out, but also. And you need that fucking tripod. Oh yeah! If you, if you get to the fight and you don't have a tripod, now you're severely hampered and. And, and what your, uh, you know, what what you can utilize for your, you know, support by fire or anything like that. So, yeah, that was, I mean, that was a memory, and it, it kind of sucked in the summer too. One, it was hot, but really more importantly, in the summer, um, I mean, you don't do these hikes until you know you try not to start them until later at night in the evening, you know, when it cools down a little bit, especially in Virginia where it can be up above a hundred. But um, if you start late, maybe you don't get done with your hike until, you know, midnight, one a.m. Yeah, but 
since sunrise is at five thirty, you're you're only sleeping until you know four thirty or five. So Sheesh. you're just not getting much sleep either. So I'd say yeah, yeah, that was probably pretty pretty difficult part. That sounds tough. That sounds that sounds um, character building, man building, strength building. Oh yeah, yeah, endurance building, the whole collective building. You got it. Yeah, I mean, you you find out real quick who wants to be there, who doesn't want to be there, who wants to be an infantry officer, who doesn't. Um, and like I said, there's there's other courses that are probably more challenging. Uh, and I mean, um, brother, brother, sorry to interject, but I mean, isn't OCS? It's essentially it's a crash course to see. Hey, you got it, or you you don't. Yeah, yeah. O- OCS. Yeah, yeah. Officer Canada School is, is kind of a cakewalk compared to that. It's just kind of. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean. Were you trying to say IOC? So OCS what? is Officer Candidate School. That's what That you was do. your first one. Yeah, yeah, his first one. That's kind of like Okay, is that can this guy run seven miles? Fair enough. Like, okay. Yeah. IOC is like, is this guy gonna be able to stay up for six days? Right, right, right. Right. Sort of thing. IOC. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Um because I know you you've been to all sort sort of acronyms of uh places, which has been great. There's a lot of acronyms out there. So if, if you've ever done, <laughs> shout out the military with acronyms, keeping mili- it simple. Yeah, if you're in the military, or you know, especially for those that aren't, I'm sure you've heard the acronyms before, but it can get kind of overwhelming. Even for those who've been in, you know, I've been in close to six years. You know, you hear new acronyms every day, and like people, people love making them up because it's almost like a a badge of honor if you make up an acronym in the military. Is it? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, like a lot of. Staff, I mean, it's lo- tough. They're, we're running out. A lot, a lot of staff officers. I'm sure get lots of awards for making up their acronyms. Brother, any acronyms you're thinking of? Uh, no. <laughs> USMC. Ladies and gents, if you have any good acronyms, you request for the United States Armed Forces. H- Let us know. HPP. HP squared. Well, HPP. Yeah, the, hand that's Planet hand, Podcast. That's, hand that's a good podcast. one. Oh, or HP squared. HP2, maybe. Ooh, make it like a science. That's got the science twist, and we're astronauts. It makes sense. Because I don't know if you knew this, but you're actually still in that space show in outer space. No, I know that. I, I mean, I'm flying the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I got on cruise control right now, but I think it's still working. It's still working. It's a good, we're it, still, it's a good one, dude. Got it from Costco. Still on route to yeah. the planet of good vibes. Yes, yes. We are in the galaxy of good vibes, en route to the planet of good vibes. I know we've had some confusion there among the audience, so that is the concept. We are in the galaxy of good vibes, uh, traveling to the planet of good vibes. It's a uh, we'll be know. there shortly. Sorry, technical difficulties. Camera man is drunk. Back to the show now, brother Cody. So we've got your list of your top three favorite places, which I highly recommend you send to me. And yours are clocking in at Monaco, mm-hmm. Corey Island. Byron Bay, brother, which one's your favorite, and why? Uh, tight, tight battle, but give me what you got. I would, I would say probably. Okay, so are we talking favorite place I've visited? As in, just all factors considered, number like if, one. If I was to recommend someone to go to one of those places, it'd be Byron Bay because I think it offers. Just, oh, are you are you gonna teeter the line on some you doing uh, that? Yep. Oh fuck. <laughs> well, if I, if I was gonna say where I had the most fun, yep, and where I enjoyed my time the most, it'd be Curie Island 
and which is is an island off the where no I don't I feel like the general population or maybe it's just me which I'm I'm not too shitty at geography I think that most people don't know any of those places right so Curry Island off the coast of Okinawa is an island uh, in the Okinawa's Okinawa Japan, Japan. right so yep. Curry Island is this tiny island I mean you can walk around it within an hour and a half sheesh and there's beaches all around, and there's so many cool little shops and just like in the Pacific. Oh yeah, it's just it, blowfish. It's, sure, I mean if, <laughs> I'm sure there's blowfish out there. There is in the Pacific. I thought I, I thought there's overpopulation confirmed, problem. Confirmed blowfish in the Pacific. But uh, yeah, Curry Island was just I, I went there. Let me know if that's true below. Let me know. Yeah, someone Google that. Let us let yeah, us someone know. Someone Google that. Honestly, I heard that. I don't, there might be I'm an buying over, it. There might be an overpopulation. I, li- I, I, I like to believe it's true, but who knows? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Curry Anyways, Island, yeah, I went Curry. there with a couple of my buddies uh, in my company. The tri- in my, in was my, this a trip when you were stationed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was deployed out there. Uh, yeah. Not, not really a deployment, but I was out there in Okinawa. You were on a ship for a long time. I was, yeah. Not, not too long. About 40 days or so. But Brother, still, that, that's, a, that's a long time. Mo- mo- ladies and gents, out there... How many of you have been on a ship for 40 days in a military environment? Let us know. Not many. But, uh, yeah, Curry Island was, was, was cool. It was, Which mean, all of those who do, I fucking oh, love you yeah. and I respect you matter, big time. Matter of respect because I, I don't understand how you Navy folk do it. It's it's too much. But uh, Curry Island, yes, is, is like the when we talk about the planet of good vibes, Pete, we talk about the galaxy of good vibes. Yes, sir. Curry Island could be the one place on Earth. Curry Island, of, ladies and Of good vibes. And honestly, you go there and it's just, you feel. Do we need to do a live pod at Curry Island? I think we need to. That would be and fantastic. I'll, I'll show you the geography of it, Petey. But it's it's just, you feel, as soon as you get out, you, you cross this giant bridge across. Is the food good? Because it's got me hungry fantastic. thinking we, about I, it. I went and got this. I got a I got a cheeseburger, which you don't find a lot in in no no it's in, not common right no 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 yeah and I got this this cheeseburger and it was so delicious Ooh. it was amazing and they had a ah. a a cookie with ice cream on it ooh like total uh, it was just but everyone was just so it was just nice good just people nice there you guys are good people and it's good vibes and like small island I I guarantee you it's just one of those places like there's zero crime you know people right, are just right one of those uh, very safe environments yeah. And it just it just felt right. Everything felt right. Everything felt like it was in its place. And I haven't yeah. really traveled uh, anywhere in Asia, to be honest. Unfortunately, highly recommend Japan. I mean, obviously, I you know I was there in COVID time, so I only got to see uh, Okinawa. But yep, people there are generally genuinely nice. I mean, especially when they see Americans. They I mean, we had a group of you know young like 12, 13 year old girls that like ran up to us to take pictures with us. You know. Like, everyone there is just, like, super, super nice and super, you know, and obviously you have those people, you know, that aren't going to be very welcoming of seeing foreigners in their land, but I would say, yeah, Japan was, you know, it was very pleasant. It was, it was awesome being there. So what about the other places? Monaco. So I went there. Monaco, number two. Monaco. Monaco, I think, and y'all can Google this as well, I think is the highest GDP per capita out of any country in the world. It is it is very rich. I think the average GDP is like oh, a couple hundreds of thousands because it's just like a tax safe haven. But it's right in between. It's right on the it's it's a tiny country 
on the southern coast of France, uh, about two hours' drive to Italy, I believe. And they had the famous Monte Carlo Casino there, which uh, Casino Royale, the original one of James Bond back in 1950-something. I want to say 1954 um, was was filmed there. And it's just a super world famous casino, and I went there with my buddy Colton. I don't. I think I've told you Colt about Colton before. Love Colton, hell of a guy. So when I graduated high school, I went there with my uncle Jay. Shout out Uncle Jay. Aunt Shout Jennifer. out Uncle Jay and Aunt Jennifer. Love them both. Um, yeah, they took us there, and we got to stay in a hotel near there, and we went to the Monte Carlo, and I was dressed all to the nines, and I was. Oh, like, you gotta be if you're going to the Monte Carlo. Oh yeah. I was that's uh, a that's a one place where you you wear your nicest shit you've ever bought. Oh yeah, and so whatever I, it is, even if it doesn't work, just wear it. I was <laughs> I was trying to act the part because I was eighteen and I was well out of my element. But oh I hell yeah, when I was eighteen too, every time I'd put on a suit, I'd be oh, yeah, giving I, it all I got. <laughs> I was trying to act older, but I looked like an eighteen year old in a suit. But yeah, it was just I I just loved it. It was fun. You know, I got to gamble and I went and played blackjack for like fifty euros a hand, which is you know a crazy amount of money for an 18 year old to be, you know, dealing with in my opinion. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's a crazy amount for anyone, huh? Oh yeah, absolutely. And like their, their minimum, their minimum bet was like 50 euros. Cause it was just like, they only had like six, six blackjack tables or so. Jeez. So yeah, it was uh, Jeez. Good, good time. Highly recommended. If anyone ever finds himself in the South of France and wants a nice little evening, you Go there. Make take the trip to Monaco. Monaco. Okay, so Monaco and Morocco, two both, different countries, Petey. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know that, but they both kind of have the similar, uh, you know, safe haven philosophy, from what I'm hearing. Sure. I mean, if you're a rapper out there, a budding rapper, and you're trying to make some country sure. rhymes, oh, Hondo P. Monaco does rhyme with Morocco. Okay, love to see it. Love to see it. Well, brother, um, would you say you have built more than 50% of who you are while being in the Marines? Ooh, that's a deep question. Yeah. Do you hear that shit? Is that the game? In the background? I think, yeah, I think we got the football. We got the football going in the background. Are the... Yeah, it's fourth quarter. It's some fucking uh, shit. Picking them up? I just kind of, you know, oh. he- hear uh, Chris Collinsworth fucking hooting and hollering. Oh, yeah. Anyways, we're good. We're good. Brother, um, thoughts? So, uh, yeah, I'd say 50% at least. Um, I think if you're not constantly reinventing yourself as a person, you're con- if you're not constantly challenging your belief system and who you are and what you want to be and where you're going and beautifully what, said and what you believe in. Like you're not, you're not actually living life and you're just kind of floating. And I, I don't think anyone should kind of just float along in their, their life. So I would, I would honestly say I, I changed, you know, 50% of my being yeah. every, every four or five years or so at the, and, at and, the core of, I, I fucking love what you just said. So I'm just diving into it a little yeah. bit. See it. Love it. Love to see it. Back to the show. So, as a Marine, I feel like one great advantage you have is you have an infinite amount, essentially, 
of opportunities, not an infinite, but plentiful opportunities to challenge yourself in new ways. Right? Don't wouldn't you say you have that? Yeah, I mean depending on where you are in your career and yeah. what, what schools are available to you and we always joke in the Marine Corps that once you get good at your job, you have to leave and get a new job. So, you know, you're you're constantly having to be challenged and learning new a new skill yeah. set. You can't get comfortable in a job. Right. Once you're good at being a platoon commander, you become an executive officer. And that's when you finally figure out how to be a good executive officer, you go to your B billet and yeah. you're an assistant officer in charge. And once you're good at that, you have to go off and be a company commander. And you don't actually get good at that. And they're different every time. Yeah, you, you know, it's challenging yourself each time. Um, and they build upon each other. Absolutely. But I would say a, a huge part of it is, too, is just like the people you come in contact with are really constantly challenging your own mindset because everyone comes from all four corners of the United States. And they're know? getting they're getting after it. They want to be the best. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, you, you're kind of judging yourself against – the, the guys that the guys are, who want to get after it. Oh, the guys that are, you're like, you know, you thought you were hot shit. Right. And then you see this guy and you're like, oh, damn. Like, you know, this guy, you know, Absolutely. gunnery sergeant, whoever, is like, he reads, you know, five books a month. He's constantly, like, learning about his job. He's reads, constantly. Reads five books a day. Yeah. Benches, 800 pounds. <laughs> squats, <laughs> 1,000. Funniest guy in the world. Huge hammer. <laughs> guys know go guy know has a shoot sniper from a mile away. Yeah, yeah. Uh Val Victorian just but you gotta beat him. Well maybe not beat him, but like you try to emulate that. <laughs> and, and, you know, you it's not a competition, but it, it is it is someone that keeps you sharp. We got the best and brightest minds and swollest yeah, in, you, you in the American Marines. Scooting and booting along in the episode. In in what they do and whether or not they live or die in battle. That's one thing that one thing that is extremely special to me is that, you know, what any armed forces veteran or current serviceman does, serviceman or woman does, you know, they're, they've got that call for a greater cause every day. Yeah. yeah like I mean, every, every day. Yeah. And I mean, some days might be harder than others. But, oh, you know, fucking I, I mean, bet. I mean, I, I know of, they are. You kind of have to. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's like, what else? But it's like, you know, you always, it's it's such a, it's such an honorable thing that it gets me as a civilian very proud of our country. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And you should be proud of this country. Um, Bro, I got, just, I was. Not just for the service members, but. You so know, many things, so many things. There's so, I mean, like the farmers and. I'm a big vet, that guy though, the, dude. The, I love the, the truck drivers. Forces. Oh yeah, obviously, but you know, the, the farmers and the from, truck drivers and these people that have to work, you know, close to 16 hours, 18 hours a day. They keep put, America moving. Keep literally keep this country on going its heels, forward, and it's it's pretty great. It's a great it's a great land to live in. Absolutely. If you, if and you a damn fertile one, too, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, you know, seeing how much corn they've got up there in Indiana. Oh, in Iowa. Oh, up in the old corn corn state. Good good country up there, Iowa folk. Oh, you betcha. Walter Woodruff. Shout out Dr. Walt. Brother, he's getting good. He's doing good. Oh, yeah, I know. Getting ready to go to the TRT industry. Oh, yeah, I know. It's he's fired up, dude. He's going to be the best for. testosterone doc in the United States. I'll need that when I'm 50. 
you're one of those guys. Oh yeah, I'm gonna need that. Oh okay. Um, <laughs> shout out <laughs> Doctor Wall, our fucking our homie and a half. Just just a he's gonna be our doctor, which is awesome. I feel like we don't we don't you know it hasn't happened yet, so it hasn't like hit home. But he's our doc, bro. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild that we have so many friends that are. I mean, we got the doc. Obviously, Andrew right. Honderich is going to be our. We've dentist. got our dentist. This is all collective rugby brotherhood. We dentist, doctor, Tom media. Can, Tom can cars. Sell, Tom can sell us anything under the sun. Marine. Um, the list keeps going for days. Yeah, we're set. I mean, I could list off now, all of brothers' jobs. Now we just need a produce guy. We need someone who's going to give us. I got one. You got a produce guy? I, yes, I do. <laughs> Yes, I do, brother. Indeed, I do. I won't get away. I won't. That's that's top secret. Well, when you know the best in the biz, you can't give it away for free, baby. With that being said, ladies and gents, we're going to hop into a quick commercial break. We love you. We hope you're having a hell of a time. And let us know what you think about Cody's hoodie. It's tie-dye. It's uh, it's it's pretty groovy, I think. But what do you think? Let us know. We'll see you in a sec. Berta. Berta. See it. Love it. Love to see it. Back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the good old Ham Planet podcast. We're having a great evening, and we hope you're having a great, great whatever. And we are going to ask Cody a question that I'm excited to hear the answer about. Cody, let's rewind the good old clocks and tone them back to when you're 15 years old. A young lad in Hunt, Texas. And to where you are now as a captain in the Marines, a leader for our country. Fill in the gaps if you could, brother. Are Are you asking me to... Yeah, I'm Tell asking. The, the yep. last 13 years of my life in the next three minutes? or <laughs> Three minutes, three hours, however long it takes. I mean, if you have a boring-ass life, three minutes. Whoa, okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> went to Ingram High School, graduated, went to Baylor. Spice it up. Come on. <laughs> they, 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 okay. All right, yeah. we'll run that back. Yeah. Brother, if we rewind the clocks from when you – were a young lad, 15 years old in Ingram, Texas, to where you are now as a captain, a leader for the United States of America as a Marine. What has happened between then and now, brother? I'd love to know. <laughs> love to know. A lot has happened. Okay, so we're 15. We've had... What, what was your normal day like at 15 well, years old? Well, when I was 15 years old... Standard run-of-the-mill George day. W. Bush was president. Okay, so that would be the year... The year 2008. Range. 2008? Yep. 2008? Yep, I was, I was around then. Yep. Okay, keep, 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 keep her going. What, do I need to pull you along? Oh, no, I was a sophomore in high school. i just gotten into Ingram Tomore High School from Our Lady of the Hills. I was a, the only sophomore on the varsity basketball team, which was was great. Good hooper. Also good hooper back hooper, in the day. But also very 
you know, a lot of tribulations with that. Being the only sophomore, a lot of... Uh, you were the... Yeah. Shout out Matthew Compos for coming up with my nickname at the time, which was Dingleberries. Did you like that? No, but I owned it. Well, that's so respect. much So much so that I I had people refer to me as Dingles by the time I was a senior in high school. Dingles, Dangles. I mean, that's a good basketball vernacular. Nothing to do with basketball. Everything to do with my last name being Asbury. Yeah. Sounding like Asberries. Ass Dingle Berries. I would never think of something provocative like you that. You wouldn't, but, but if you're not quite the wordsmith that Matthew Compos was. Oh, I don't know. I will, Matthew Compos, let's let's talk it out, huh? He's He's got more $5 words, huh? I wish I could have a drink with him right now. Yeah, we we love you, Matt. We hope you're doing good, my man. No, I actually really looked up to that guy. So, But, um, had that. I was, I was. You love to see it. Uh, and then, yeah, just went through, went through high school. Okay, so, 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 so you're hooping, okay? Hooping and scooping, yep. Playing a little tennis here and there. Football? Yeah, I played two games of football, but then I kicked. I was a kicker. Only two games at kicker? No, I played the whole season as kicker, but I only played two seasons as free safety or two two games as free safety. Right. Cause okay. I, I woke up after my second game and yep. I couldn't fucking move. Yep. And I was that like, can happen. And I was like, yo, I Not can't, for me. I can't play football anymore if if I'm going to be injured for basketball, so I'm done with this. But you could kick. But I could still kick and be part of the team. And so anyone that's a kicker out there, you know the lonely lifestyle of they give you a bag of about 12 balls that are old, super old from like the Greasy, 90s. wet pig balls. They're terrible. And then you go and you kick a bunch of field goals, and then you go get your own balls, and you bring them back. I've and never then, been a kicker, but I, I feel like, e- yeah, it's hard, yeah. dude. And it's even worse if you're punting, too, because – you literally punt the ball 50 yards, you punt another ball 50 yards, and then another one, and then you walk and go pick up all your balls. And I feel you, like we got to check on the mental health of all of our kicker brothers I out really there. think we should because it's uh, – That's it, tough, dude. It was tough. And, like, if you have a good punt or kick, it's like, so what? It's like, good, you're doing your job. Good. Now you I get to do that all day, every day. But then you mix miss a field goal because you kick it into your sinner's ass. Or you get a bad spin, or, or you get a bad, or snap, bad snap, or whatever. And then kick all of off a the sudden, laces. All of a sudden, it's like, bro, Mason, Mason Crosby was going bunkers out of his uh, holding guy because he didn't do the the shit right. I had a good holder, which school. is key. Which is, if you kick off the laces, you're uh, dust, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Crosby was going just bunkers at his holder. Something about. Kicking laces, it's just it's not right. Pete. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It you doesn't don't work. get an e- even foot distribution, Mm-mm. not at all. Which I feel like to have a good kick, which I'm not good at, but you have to be able to get your foot tight and have an evil, even, <laughs> an even, even foot distribution. It helps if you're if you're not kicking the laces. That is correct. Yeah, and um, okay, so you were kicking the ball in high school and then you graduated. I graduated and I went to Baylor and, and and side note to all the high school business, I had also played a lot of soccer growing up and I wasn't the greatest soccer player, but I, I, I absolutely enjoyed playing soccer, vice uh football or tennis or anything like that that I was you know, other sports I was good at. Yep. And uh I know Baylor had a club soccer team, um and so I was like, you know what, if 
there's a club team I can try out for them. Absolutely. And I was like, you know what? I can I can kick a ball. I'm pretty fast. I'm pretty good with handling. You know, I'll go try for the soccer team. And then I I drove my buddy to uh, rugby practice one day, and then I actually ended up going and practicing for them. And from then on out, I kind of just played rugby at Baylor. This was at Baylor. Yep, just never never made it to never made it to soccer practice. And yeah, the rest is history from there on out. Played rugby. Uh 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 uh, 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 uh. The rest is not history. Don't be pulling that shit. <laughs> The rest is not history. The I, rest is not history. So what happened once you started playing rugby? I met I met a lot of good guys. Uh, Stormy Weiss, Sebastian Medina. Let's get a year-by-year, year, you know, kind of synopsis, if you don't mind. So freshman year, we were absolutely god-awful terrible. We were more of a drinking team and a social club than a rugby team. I think we had, give or take, 17 guys each game going in, which if you know anything about rugby, you need 15 to play on the field at a time, and you need at least 22 to 23 to be substitutions. So the fact that we had 17 only on the team, like everyone's playing the whole game. You're not getting subbed out. Tough numbers. Tough numbers. And um, we were really more focused on the kind of drinking portion of it. Um, well, let's not say drinking. Let's say having fun because that's what it was. It was just just a fun team. Not not a competitive team. Sure. No, we weren't competitive. We were division. Fun. We were division two. Fun. And so if you know, so USA Rugby has three divisions in college: Division One Alpha, Division Two, and Division Three. And we were Division Two, and we went zero for eight. So zero wins, eight losses. We lost every single game we played. I I started in every single game, and it was my first time playing. That shows you how bad we were. As a freshman who had never played before, was starting in every game. And at the end of the season, we were offered to either downgrade and go Division Three to a to a new conference, or to go up and go to Division One Alpha. And our, you know, we decided to go to Division One, which is which is wild to think of a team that didn't win a game the the year before to decide to go to Division One. Absolutely nuts, and. I mean, yeah, it was, it was great. So after that, we went Division One, and so the program was the least expected to to make the jump, right? I mean, it wasn't you know everyone assumed, hey, D three, yeah, going down, blah blah, but no, we said no. So at first, like I was thinking through, and I was like, oh, we have to go D three, like we're we're not winning Division two, like we need to go Division three, like we can't keep up. Yeah, it makes logistical sense, right? But then when they decided Division one, it was like now we're going to play even harder teams. But, I mean, it was rough for the first year or so, but, you know, by the time we got to my junior, senior year, we were really starting to, you know, beat teams and come along. And Absolutely. by the time I graduated and, like, the next, you know, group of guys came along, you and, you know, Jeff and Andrew and all those folk and Austin and really came through. And, you what know, was the team effort, brother? You were involved. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but on the conference championship, I think it was a great, you know, it, it lent a lot of credence to – the fact that you can really do more than you think you can and that when, you know, especially in sports when you're, like, playing against others, you really find out that, you you know, a lot of coaches like to give the whole, yep. um, oh yeah, the other team puts their pants on just like us, left, 
You know, one put, leg here, one, one the leg other leg time. here. Yeah, but it's like it's so true. It, it, it extends not just through just sports, but also through life. Like all yeah. the, all the way up to like you think of anything like financial means too. Oh, financially, like someone who's super Jeff wealthy, Bezos still fucking puts on his britches in the morning and wipes his ass. Someone, and someone who drinks milk and eats hot dogs. Someone who's super wealthy or super powerful. All they did was just live their life. They're, they're not. They don't have super genius IQs. They're you human. Know, there's people smarter than them in their own companies or their own, you know, organizations or own government. Hundo P. You know, Joe Biden's not the smartest guy in the room, obviously. Like Elon Musk is not the smartest guy in his own organization, as smart as he is. You know, love so, Elon. Shout out Elon. Keep Tesla going. Love Elon, but helping he's, my dad. He's a not lot. even close to being the smartest person in his company. Not even close, and I think he would admit to that. So, like, it, well, it, he's it, drinking it, wine and eating Shiba coins. I, I, <laughs> I think it goes to show that, like, you know, it's just it's it's a lot about perseverance. It's a lot about your mental attitude, which helps devise. And and you know, we don't all have to be Shiba coin or Dogecoin. Uh. Three, two, one. I say Doge. It's, just more, it's more stable. Back to the show. But yeah, I, <laughs> I would say you don't have to be the richest person in the world or whatever, be a billionaire or whatever. But you know, your mental attitude is what drives you and what what yeah. determines success. I agree. I agree. And um, b- bouncing off that, expanding off that, to be accurate, if you're able to think about certain things in different ways in different possibilities and different outcomes and believe them as attainable or possible it it's powerful yeah absolutely you really need to have a just have an understanding with yourself and a good conversation with yourself yeah and understanding what winning is like for you if winning is being what is winning like for cody asbury winning like for me is 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 doing the best they absolutely can at my job that I have at the yeah. moment. It is being the best husband that I can be and being the best father that I can be. Right. And so do we have any, so, so I love all those. Do you have any, like a specific action where you're like, Hey, that's a win. I'm putting that in the book as a win. Even if small win, what's a win? I mean, you can, I know training working out. Yeah. I, yeah there's lots of little wins. Like, well, what's a few or, of yours? Working out, um, spending time with the family, vice being on your phone—that's uh, a huge win. Uh, I recently deleted, you know, all my apps on my phone, so I could just like, yep, 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 you know, not be attracted to my phone. I can just like be around my wife and kid. And you need to be focused on protecting our country, damn it. Well, that too, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just you know, I I think we all need to just realize that. You know, we gotta live our life. Yeah, little, we gotta soak in the fucking trees and birds. Little victories, because think of your largest aspirations that you have. Right, right. Whether it's, it's very systematic, a lot of steps gotta go into it to make it right. real. And if you don't achieve it, so fucking what? Right. At the, at the end of the day, think a hundred, two hundred years. Well, I'm now. one of those insane people who's like, I gotta. No, that's good because keeping driven is is important to your your mental psyche and to it really is improving. It keeps a uh, foot on the pedal. Well, improving your life and improving the lives of those around you that's important. Right. But at the end of the day, if you do not achieve those things or whatever, it's it's not the end of the world. So you need to you need to have your own temp- reasonable expectations. Yeah, you need to have tempered expectations, or you need to have um, 
it's I don't I agree like the realistic real like attainable but I feel like there's a different word for it like um um I would say like enjoyable aspirations. Yeah, that's a good word. Honestly. I don't think we should search for anything else. I think enjoyable like do not kill yourself. Well, over... okay, that's definitely not. I don't know where well, you're no, going no, with no, this, no. but yeah, <laughs> let me finish. Let you, let you, sorry, was that du- were you going a dusty route? All right, I'll say what. No, no, no. Should I pick go. it up? Yeah, yeah. Pick go. it up. I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up and put it in my pocket. Dropping it. Pick it up. Yeah. Um. You know, I feel like enjoyable attainment is, or attainment of enjoyableness is simply finding a goal that aligns with whatever is passionate in your heart, whatever you care about, whatever you're driven towards, whatever is your ultimate goal, your big Mount Everest in your heart, and uh, making sure you align that Mount Everest with helping people, empowering them, doing good, and... Having some fun along the way. Oh, absolutely. That's why I'm so, I'm such an addict for the the planet and galaxy of good vibes. Because oh, thank you. It's, it's it's what it's all about. Yeah. At the end of the day, like even like say I go out and I I, I lose, you know, I play a rugby match and I lose, and I play terribly. At, at the end of the, you know, at the end of the eighty minutes, the ref blows whistles. Yeah. All you have to do is just like look around at the people you're with. Oh right? yeah. And you just see like these beautiful humans that you're with, right. that share in the same values and beliefs that you do. Yep. Are you talking and, rugby teammates or oh, yeah, JC? Yeah, yeah. Well, JC as well. But the rugby teammates, and you know, you're just like, yeah. You know, this is obviously great. I wanted to win this game, but what know, a, what an, is, what what a life to be here. Huh? This is victory for me. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And that's and the I galaxy of good vibes. It really is. In a nutshell. That really embodies it because, um, you know, I think a big part of feeling good, which equals doing good, and and passing on good, is you know, making sure you have confidence and what you are doing is good, which you know, yeah. harder for others than others. Um, love to see it. Love to. See it. Brother, I think we're going to get into some this or that. Are you oh. ready? Some would you. No, this is a this oh. or that segment. Uh, shout out. Shout out Steve Harvey. Shout out Sesame Street. Uh, the big yellow guy. What's his name? Uh, big dog. Cookie bird. Cookie. Big, big dog. bird. Big bird. Big bird. Big bird. Shout out Big Bird and shout out Dave Chappelle for providing um, support. Shout out Courage the Cowardly Dog. Who's that? Is that a good guy? You, you, sure. ever, you ever watch the show? We plug him. Do you know that show, ladies and gents? Let us oh, know in the comments God. below. Pete, you don't know that show? Uh, uh, do I need... Ah, uh, shit. Man, I don't. Pete's a youngster. It's okay. We'll, we'll continue. Whoa, whoa, chill. Come on. You are a youngster. It's okay. Uh, honestly, we're to the point in our lives where that kind of makes me feel like, <laughs> oh, fucking right I am, you know? Yeah, you're... Young young buck. Okay, brother. This or that. Luke Skywalker or Anakin Skywalker? Anakin Skywalker. Subway or Jimmy John's? Jimmy John's. 
Jersey Mike's or Schlotzky's? Schlotzky's good homegrown Texan brand. Burger King or McDonald's? Mickey D's, even though their ice cream machine is always broken. James Bond or Batman? James Bond. Shaking her shirt. James Bond or Superman? Superman. Buffalo wings or pizza? Pizza. Dallas Cowboys or Baylor? Dallas Cowboys. You love to see it. America's team. Honestly, I love both a lot. That was that was a tough one. I no, appreciate it, the confidence. It good, really that was, was a good it, though, swing because Dallas Cowboys are America's team. Continue. That's true. And you are a military servant. I mean, everyone in the military should be a Cowboys fan. They should, and if they're not, they should honestly be kicked out. Yeah, continue. Yeah, well, well, not kicked out, but we should talk to them. No, they should be kicked out. <laughs> Win them, boys. <laughs> Next question. Pineapple or apple? Apple. Banana or cucumber? <laughs> <laughs> Nanners. All right, brother. That's I, all. Did, did I just stump you? No, I mean, I, 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 I just fired a lot off. The, I, I, I did 11 in a row, like, fucking just off the... We, no we finished with bananas or cucumbers. No, no, no. We're not done. We're not done. We're not done. Okay. We're not done. I got to just uh, oh. fucking move this off my cock. It's fucking wet. <laughs> Sorry, technical difficulties. Cameraman is drunk. Back to the show now. And howdy there, you good-looking folks. We love to see you. Ladies and gents, we're to the famous traditional segment, the hand-planted podcast, Would You Rathers, and we have the one and only Captain Cody Asbury to my right, ready to answer. Brother, select the next animal listed to reach human-level existence. See us, or actually, it doesn't say existence. It says that word. Sentience. Sentience. It's a good word. Sentience. The next animal to be able to understand and communicate with humans. Chimps, dogs, parrots, gorillas, cats, mosquitoes. Mosquitoes? Hell no. Mosquitoes might actually be a win-win because if they... I don't like that. Hold up, Pete. I don't like that. Can I I speak? Yes, brother. Sorry. If they reach human-level sentience and they were able to communicate with us and understand what we were saying, take it easy. They, They might not bite humans anymore. Because I think they would understand and be able to communicate with us and realize, hey, you know, you're going to kill us if we bite you, so on and so forth, and we can communicate with them. It might be a win-win for society, Pete. You think so? Absolutely. If we, so if we could tro- tell them, that, like, hey. Mosquitoes your vote? If, no, no, it's not my vote. Oh, okay. Just but giving a it, it, devil's uh, avocado? Yeah. Devil's avocado that nice. don't. Like, don't just shoot that one out. Because if we could tell them, okay. don't bite us. Okay. And they don't. I get it. And we have some sort of I'm loose, loose kind of, you know, you know, Paris Accord or, you know, sure. Treaty of Paris to not do something. I like it. But what, what were the other ones? I'm seeing I, it. I think. Uh, chimp, parrot, Can't do dog, gorillas. Gorillas cat. would totally just take over everything. They're stronger than us. And if they so got, got just as smart as us, they're so got, game over. Um, let's see. You got dog, parrot. Gorilla, cat. Parrot's Still. a waste. Uh, so you got dog and... Wait, you already said no chimp or gorilla? I would say cats. Cats. Because dogs cats. could reach that level where they are I vote challenging dogs. us. I no, vote no, dogs. No. I don't want to talk to what you. If, 
What if dogs? Cat. No, meow, meow, listen, meow. listen, Petey. If meow, dogs meow, could, meow. if dogs just like the chimps option, if dogs could go to war with us, they might win. They have very powerful bites. They would be. <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like wolves that have sentience. It would not be good for us. Cats, on the other hand, cat. I feel like a, a little cat war bit would be just as. No, fucking insane, it, it'd be, dude. There's Mountain smaller. lions and tigers no, and we're not, cats we're not, it going say, nuts. It doesn't say giant cats, bro. A cat can jump at you at your neck. We're not talking about way lions. easier than any dog. We're not talking about lions, tigers. I'm talking about a little furry little house cat can yeah, jump yeah, at yeah, your yeah. neck way either, way easier than a dog. No. Yes. A pit bull could end your life a lot quicker than a short haired tom. There's cat. a lot more. There's a lot more cats. That's not true. Then there is pit bulls. There's not, that's not true. Ladies and gentlemen, let us know your thoughts in the question comments it'd be, below. It'd be cats. Because dogs can, can, you, can continue to be man's best friend. At that final point. answer, cats? Cats, final answer. Final answer, cats, ladies and gents. Do you agree? Do you hate his answer? Let I hate know. my answer, but it's the right answer. Would you rather eat green grapes, red grapes, or purple grapes for the rest of your life? Yeah, that's a nice, friendly one. Red. Red. He's a red guy. I'm a red guy as well. I ate so many green grapes as a child that I overdosed on them and hate them now. I love green grapes. They just they're a little too much like candy. I agree. That's why I ate so many as a child and now I can't eat them where they <laughs> make me feel horrible. I mean, I just you know, it's like going back. Absolutely. Ooh, this one looks kind of Oh, that one's deep. Too deep. Too deep. I mean, too deep for the galaxy. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Oh, shit. This is a long question. Give it a go. Uh, up to you, PD. It's your podcast. Here it is, ladies and gents. We got a long, spicy, spooky one. Brother, would you rather question? The zombie apocalypse is about to happen. How would you rather have it be like? To be clear, you don't get super ability in any of these. Example, in Halo's infection, you are not a Spartan. You are yourself. The zombies will be like in-game. With their speed, sprint, and availability, but you are yourself. Okay, so it gives a few examples, and you have to choose. If it was a zombie apocalypse, what would you rather have it be like? Left 4 Dead 2, Dead Rising, Black Ops 2, Zombies, Halo's Infection Mode, The Walking Dead Game. I only know like two of those. I know, I know. I feel like your crowd also listening. Bro, Black Ops Zombies is not as bad as Halo's Infection. Yes, yes it is, Pete, because there's an Halo's alert. Infection has that weird shit, the flood, dude. Can, can I tell you something about Black Please. Ops, though? Yes, I, I want How to do you beat it. the game? You can't. You're kind of dust. Yeah. Okay, so maybe we scratch that yeah, one scratch that strategically. One. So obviously not that one, because even if you make it to level 100, it just gets harder and harder and there's never... You don't get time to rest. You don't. Those games are smart, I gotta say. I would say none. Let's just go with none on that one. Okay, that's not an answer. So I'd guess I go with Halo. Because yeah, the Halo with, guy gets out. Yeah, go with Halo. Yeah, the yeah. Halo guy survives the infection. Yeah, let's go with Halo. I'm good with that. Okay, brother, would you rather be a vampire or a spellcaster? Vampire. Vampire. They live forever. They do? Wait, what? Just think, what, are you, what are you talking about? How long has that been true? Forever. You ever watch the the Twilight? Whatever. The dude's like 120 years old. Is he? Yeah. Uh, the Edward Servant guy. 
Yeah, Edward. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, vampires live forever. And I, I don't know why they live at a certain age they do. I guess they get to choose, or whenever they were bitten, maybe. That's the age they adopt forever. Yeah. But yeah, that'd be pretty cool to be 28 forever. I like and then, it. And then once I'm, I'm done living, I can just kind of peace out on my own terms. Maybe I go in the sun for too long or something. A, a uh, heroic send-off. Yeah, I just kind of like just it up to the world. It was, it's been real. Love to see it. Brother, next one. Mm-hmm. A lighthearted one for, for all our sweethearted gals out there. Yep. Would you rather spend a day with 12 puppies or a day with 12 kittens? Uh, it's 12 puppies. That's that's an easy answer. If you choose kittens, I worry about you. Those kittens will lose interest in you by the 30-minute mark, and you will be spending the rest of the day by yourself. Brother, what animal do you love most in this world? What animals breed sector? My pet, Pascal. Well, so would that be a dog? You love dogs? A long, They're your second a, favorite species on a Earth. A cream-colored, long-haired dachshund. Yes. Shout out shout out to both of your pops. Yeah, I got two. Pascal and Buddy. Shout out Pascal and Buddy. But, but Pascal, he's he's special. He he's almost He's the OG. He's right on the He shit on the pillow. Yep. He's right on the, the precipice of sentience. I feel like he yeah, understands. He's a smart guy. Well, I feel like he understands me. I feel like dogs have that innate innate nature. I really well specifically Pascal Buddy's dumb as a doorknob. But Pascal, oh, yeah, but he's he's tough. real dumb. Yeah, it's tough. But Pascal, I feel like really understands what I'm saying, and it same with Rocky. Oh yeah, Rocky's that way too. Rocky is oh, maybe he's a dachshund. Rocky's thing. wise. Is it a dachshund thing? Rocky is dachshund. Yeah, maybe that's a half dachshund in him. That's like, or well, dachshunds are anciently known for being able to hunt large weasel. Yes, they are. Which is a magnificent. Uh, very heroic act that they it's did. It's a good trait to have. They were hunt. They were a hunting species. Yes, exactly. And now they're cute and shit, but they just want to go hunt, and kill. Just want to hunt and kill, just like just like humans. Yes. <laughs> okay, brother. Let's um. Let's see. What we got continuing what we got. on. Brother, would you rather live? In Australia or California the rest of your life? California. Still in the United States, technically, even though it's California. Australia right now is like it's like 1984. It's pretty crazy. As beautiful as Australia is. Yep. You got to stay in the good old U.S. And, and, and my, my wife's from California, so we could be right. near we could be near her. Parents. I got love for Cali. I'm not gonna. I miss it all the time. Oh yeah, these are these are easy. Would you rather? They are. So now I'm gonna ask this, brother. Brother, what is a question? Not a not a question. Not a question, ladies and gents. What is a message you have to future Annika five years from now? Five years. From let's now. actually let's go. Um, Do your homework. Um. Yep. Yep. Okay. Let's go. 15? 20. What do you like better? 20. 20 years from now. Sure. She'll Should be 21. 21? Yeah. 21, 21, 21, hope, 1, 1. Hope you have a good 21st birthday. Call, brother, call brother, your dad. Want, give me a good one. Give me a good one. Call your dad and mom. They miss you. <laughs> they miss uh, you? 
you're, I would say this. Your life is still young. You are only 21 years old, and you may feel like certain things have passed you by or that you are stuck in a certain rut or you have to do a certain thing because that's where you're majoring in college or whatever or whatnot. But you still are not even a quarter of the way through your life based on the average age expectancy of the female in the United States. So go out, shift things up, you know, take a gap year, do this, that, or the other, change your major, whatever. If you got to take more student loans out, do it. Just keep living, keep adventuring, and keep trying to find what's what's out there for you. That's what I have to say. Beautiful, brother. Nicely said. Nicely said. But also call your mom and dad because they miss you and you haven't called in six days. Whoa, whoa. She better not be doing (laughs) that or I'm going to be upset. Godfather Peter will will get at you. We'll do accountability checks. Oh, yeah. Oh, you betcha. Better than yesterday, brotherhood, huh? Oh, better than yesterday. Yeah. Better than yesterday. That's all you got to be. Absolutely. Okay, brother. So we got our message, Shonika. What's a few... What's a few kind words to the sun, which is yet to be named, ladies and gents, but we will announce it on the Hand Planet podcast. You know we'll I, let I, it know from the station. I'd really like to see some comments. I'll, I'll be checking up on these, so leave some comments. If, yep. you, if you've made it this far in the podcast and you didn't check out minute, you know, minute 10. And even if you're one of those people who's listening right now and you're like, oh, I'm just listening. Uh, I don't know how to comment. I don't know what to do. Or I just kind of listen and, you know, I... Yeah, that's just hey, one. Uh, just leave a comment. Do a comment. Just do one. What? What? Do names? a comment. I don't, like. I don't care. Subscribe. I don't care. Get fired up. I don't care how out there it is. Just leave a name. Maybe I name my son that. Do it I for the Algaruski. Yeah. See what Algaruski. See what names, and I'm not going to go down the list of what our favorite names are right now because I don't want to. What do we name Cody's child? Yep, his son. You, you know what? The most liked comment. That's what we're going to name it. Yo, <laughs> I think we just found our title. What is the name of Cody's son? Yep, that's it. Holy shit, that's clickbait as fucking money. You're about to name my my child. I guess that's how it works. Honestly, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun. Like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you for checking in on the Hand Planet Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen. Are we... Oh, I'm sorry. Are we are we fired up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make sure you check in. Make sure you put like twenty names below. Put all the names you can think of. I really like Greek mythology and ancient uh war hero names, so I'm I'm gonna put some of those down there. Absolutely, but Achilles does kind of bring up images of the back of your foot, if you ask me. Isn't that the the tendon and muscle that's yeah. there? Yes it is. Yep, don't want to uh, hurt that. It's a shame that the the greatest warrior of all time is what someone named the tendon in the back of your foot because it would make a great name. Brother, I agree. Brother, would you rather be the king of the skies or the king of the oceans? Oceans. Brother, would you rather be king of water or king of fire? Water. Water puts out fire. Everyone knows that. And would you say, brother, water is in fact the essence of life? Water is actually the essence of wetness. And wetness is the essence of beauty. Is that what? Are you quoting Zoolander? Yeah, I'm a big Zoolander guy. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was in Zoolander. Uh, Oh, yeah, it definitely was. 
it water definitely is. It's the essence. Water is the essence. Wetness. Oh, he says that after. It's the essence of beauty. And then he floats off. He's a mermaid. Yep, yep. Merman. Uh, merman. Yeah. Merman. That was great. That's a, that's a deep cut right there, Pete. Oh, yeah. I'm a big. Hey, a big Pete, shout he, out Zoolander. He, he does his research on that. Folks, can you? Can I you, do. If you don't subscribe for anything, you subscribe for that. Subscribe for the research, honestly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Our top five stock picks video last month, you know. Yeah. A lot of them are doing good. Yep. One of them's, yep. you know, about to be fucking explode. But anyways, if you need some, if you want to talk stocks, not your financial advisor, but, you know, check it out further. S&P 500 has risen, what, like 12% steadily over the past, like, 30 years or something? I don't know. You don't, love to I, see it. I don't. I don't. I'm not a smart, savvy investor. I, I. He's just your regular, everyday, bad money guy. I, I got some money that's in short-term stock indexes. Money. If it makes money, it, it does, and if it goes to zero, that I can still live my life. Money. Everywhere. Sure. Yep. I got long-term. I got it. Marine I, money. If you're not, hey, I will say this: if you're not in a Roth IRA or some sort of long-term lifestyle fund, get in. Fund, 2050, 2055, 2060, whenever you plan on retiring, fund. Get in. Get in. Get in. Start putting, start start tithing 10% of your paycheck into that. That's a very good rule that everyone should honor. Absolutely. Helps build wealth rather than riches. Amen. Brother, amen and hallelujah and praise the good vibes. Because they are, in fact, in abundance in the air tonight at Roddy Tree Ranch. And um, we've had a fantastic evening. I mean, needless to say, it's been great. It's been Everything's been great, great, good, good, glorious, glorious, glorious. We say that's great, right, brother? Great, I would say great, great, good, good, glorious, 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 and extra glory. I would, I, I would add, in fact... Add an extra glorious. A little cheering, cheery on top. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Well, ladies and gents, we hope you enjoyed tonight's episode of the Ant Planet Podcast because, um, you know, you, 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 I'm hearing dogs barking in the background. I, I hear those dogs do that. Do we have, we got a pack of fucking coyotes <laughs> coming out after us. Sorry about that, ladies and gents. <laughs> Wasn't actually having a brain freeze. Heard a war pack of coyotes, but um, we'll speak over them. Ladies and gents, we appreciate you watching. We appreciate you viewing. We appreciate you listening, and we appreciate you subscribing. And if you enjoyed tonight's episode, make sure to share it with your mom, dad, uncle, brother, sister, best friend, even Rick down the street. Share it with him, huh? You got to get Uncle Rick. You got to get him in. You got to get him in. And, uh... Y'all, you were, we're looking to hit uh, 100 reviews on good old Apple Podcasts. So it would be a solid if y'all can uh, go there, hook it up. We're trying to make sure we can get the vid on Apple Podcasts, which would be FURTA and which would allow the planet of good vibes to continue to soar. It, it would help out Pete in the podcast. And what does it take from you except two minutes of your time? And honestly, think it, about that. Yeah. It's like uh, think about that. It's a good thing to do. It's a good thing to do, and we need it. You know, Ab- if we're going for Rogan, we need to get it going, y'all. We need to fire up. 
We need to get, you know, Rogan's got a few more than me, but I'm coming, baby. I'm coming in hot. He's, I think he's on podcast like 1700 or something like that. He's so. almost got two, he's almost got two racks. But hey, this is a hand planted podcast. This, ladies and gents, is a galaxy of good vibes. And it is always a pleasure and an honor to have someone who you consider a great friend and a great brother on the show. And brother. Good old shake. Well, that being said, ladies and gents, we love you. Sweet dreams. Subscribe. Make sure to send to the galaxy of the every time. Subscribe.